0: Welcome to episode 150 of the What Nots Review Show. Every week, we pick a story, we talk about it. It could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment, all kinds of genres. We watch it, read it or listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined as always by Kyle Springer.
1: Hello, Good morning, happy 150. Man, it has been a journey. <laughs> But it's been it's been a good one.
0: <laughs> right. Like we're spending our 150th episode on just season three of an ongoing TV show we're watching. Not mm-hmm. a big celebration episode, but it's going to be an exciting discussion. This is going to be fun. I agree.
1: I agree. In- indeed. How has your weekend been so far?
0: It's been good. I'm baking some more bread. Ooh. And I had. A news item I wanted to share with you, not a news item, okay. but something that I've completely forgotten to talk about for like the last couple months because I forgot it happened. Okay. I remembered why I wanted to cover Halt and Catch Fire in the first place, <laughs> besides the <laughs> fact that like I'd seen the commercials and I thought it looked cool. I remembered yeah. what specific thing put it in my head in recent times, which is that Christopher Cantwell was a guest star. On a favorite podcast of mine. In like Mm. late 2019. Okay. It took a while to get this into action. But yeah. I I was like doing dishes one night. A couple weeks ago. And I suddenly remembered. Right. That's him. That's that same guy. He was on podcast the ride. Which is Ah. a podcast about theme parks. Talking about dog patch USA. (laughs) Which is a theme park. And a defunct theme park in Arkansas that was based off of the Lil Abner comic strips.
1: Lil Abner.
0: And this this place is a disaster. (laughs) Like, it it changes hands so many times through so many terrible business ideas. Somebody almost gets decapitated. It is the wildest story. (laughs) It is one of my favorite singular podcast episodes I've ever listened to. And I just suddenly remembered it was him. (laughs) And at that time, I was like, Man, I got, I really have to watch Halt and Catch Fire if this is the guy who created it, if this is one of his other interests.
1: It's Podcast The Ride. Do you happen to remember what number it is? What e- e- episode um, it is? Oh, they For don't really number them. To-
0: uh, It's from August 2019. Yeah. Dog okay. Patch USA with Christopher Cantwell.
1: There you go. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I really only saw the, commercials and was like, oh, that looks neat. Uh, but I do, do know that he also writes comics and is currently mm-hmm. writing Iron Man, I believe. Uh I think he's mm-hmm. written Doctor Doom as well. Uh so I think down the road here on the review show, once we finish up uh, Halt and Catch Fire, there might be a let's pitch all Chris Cantwell books and uh sure. see how those compare. So uh yeah there you go my weekend has been pretty good uh pretty laid back i spent most of the of the day yesterday just in bed like not mm-hmm. d- 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 doing much because i was exhausted uh and sometimes you just need a day where it's just like you know what i'm not gonna do a thing i'm, I'm just gonna sit mm-hmm. here and watch tv i saw some reactions to falcon and the winter soldier videos i saw some reactions to to the first 3 a- 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 episodes of Invincible, uh which ah. by the way, go watch Invincible. It's great. It's amazing. It's not for k- 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 kids <laughs> and it's not what you think it is. Um so, yeah. There you go. It's 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 good. I'm excited for that one. But that's what I've been up to. But let's get on to season 3 of Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. There you go. So, Melissa, catch us up a bit. What has been happening in the show up until this point?
0: Okay, like (laughs) like where we left off in season two or the entire series to date? Just a couple sentences to
1: catch people up. Right.
0: If you're new, if you decided to click on episode 150, even knowing that it's season three of a TV show. All right.
1: Good for you, you brave Uh, soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Halt and Catch Fire is about a salesman that brings together a software engineer and a hardware engineer to try and create a revolutionary new computer in 1983. And we watch them and uh, other people in their lives. We've got the hardware engineer's wife, who's also a big tech expert herself. She gets wrangled into this. We watch these people. Try and uh, revolutionize the tech space of the mm-hmm. mid 80s. Try and make a name for themselves out here in this world. And the show is about just uh, business ideas falling apart and personal relationships falling apart.
1: Yep. <laughs> see them come together. You see them rise. You see them fall. You see, you see, yes. see them try to pick the pieces back up. That's k- 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 kind of what season two was of like, yes. okay, everything fell apart. How do we fix this? Uh but here we are in season three. They have mm. officially moved to California uh yep. to uh kind of continue working on and expanding uh the business that most of them are working for called Mutiny. Uh, Mm -hmm. They are basically working on a chat application, like a live chat room kind of thing. But you have an avatar and stuff like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like they've made a proto-second life for 1986.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And they are trying to transition it kind of, uh, not not unbeknownst to them, but it was not their intention. Uh, But Mm. they are trying to transition it to more of an online marketplace uh and yeah they're trying to see how that g- g- goes uh and uh if you couldn't guess by how we describe the show it does not go well <laughs> <laughs> so that being
2: yeah.
0: said in our last episode on this i said that season two had like a little bit of a melancholy feel to it mm-hmm. season three i think is a lot more tense it's got a, a more similar tone to season one, I think, where you're more on the edge of your seat and you really don't know how things are going to play out.
1: Interesting. Okay. Okay. I might disagree. Uh, I mm. I I thought this. Well, so I still think this show is really really good. I thought this season was largely boring. Um, really? Yeah. I it it definitely picks up in the second <laughs> half. But also in the second half of the show, like in in the last quarter of the show, Mm. it also changes drastically. Oh, yes. What seems to be the finale of this season happens like in the third quarter of this show. And so it feels weird and disjointed to me. It is paced very strangely. Yeah, that first half, I, I really just largely didn't care. Uh and oh. I I I think part of that is because one of the main characters was almost a non-player uh in yeah. in this. Um Yes. And to me I think he's the fascinating one there. It's Joe mcmillan Um and Yeah. He's he's still in the show. He's still doing stuff, but it, it yeah, it just he was not himself. If that makes sense. And, and that Which was is kind the kind that his... made me like like get hooked in season <laughs> one. I was like, I both hate and love this guy. Yes, he's yes. fascinating. I want to see what he does next. Um, mm-hmm. And
0: it's It's on purpose that he's not himself. Because where right, we are in sure. Joe's character journey, he's looked back on his past. And he's thought, I have made so many mistakes. I've ruined so many people's lives. Like, he himself is purposefully taking a step back. He's, like, completely reined him in. He is a vastly different person now than he was, Mm -hmm. like, at the beginning of season one. You don't believe he's the new guy. (laughs) He's the same guy. But (laughs) that's what he thinks he's supposed to do to become a better person so that the mistakes of the past don't happen again.
1: Yeah, it's it's an understandable progression of his character. I just it's not what I want from his character. Right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it's not as much fun
1: to watch. Like I said, it does pick up. uh, And I think the second half of this season is largely like back to what what you said as tense as it was in season one i just like what is gonna happen next i don't know oh they're i think they're on to something now okay here we go I, um
0: season one had a lot of mystery to it i went back and listened to that episode and we were talking about the mystery of like who is joe what's I, yeah. this guy's deal and i think season two was a lot of watching people lie to each other and not that season three isn't also that but season three forget. was a lot more of I don't know exactly what's happening. I feel like there's pieces missing. I feel like I don't understand everybody's motives exactly clearly. But in a way where I liked that mystery, like there was a lot to there was more to wonder about in season three than there was in season two for me.
1: Yeah, because as as I was watching it, there's there's an event that happens that I won't spoil yet, because we we aren't in spoilers yet, but uh that there there was Something that happened where law enforcement got involved and I just immediately in my mind thought, well, that's the interesting bit. Like, that's (laughs) what they should have started this (laughs) haven with. If they started with that and then did the, like, okay, okay, let's go back and figure out how we got there, like, that I think would have had my interest that much more. But seeing it start in this, like – kind of okay just on on to another job here we go and and then (laughs) it it culminates in 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 this 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 thing here i was just like well i i I can see that that like it it makes sense like i i I have no complaints to say that this is bad like this Mm. is not a bad show it's still great um just yeah didn't hook me as much as season one did
0: Oh, I, I, don't know, I got a lot out of it. And I kind okay. of that's season fair. two and s- season one starts with like a very specific goal. That's a strength of season one, I think. If you're okay. curious about this show, season one is a, a bit more self-contained where the first episode has a mission. It sets out the mission. We want to build this computer. And by the end of the season, they've built the computer. Like that's one complete arc on its own. And season two and season three both start with this is just how life is going for these people, and slowly you it develops. This is the point of the season, like this is the mission, this is yeah. the big invention or business deal they're working on.
1: Yeah. So I, I think part of my, I guess you could say disappointment, uh, mm-hmm. is just my preconceived notions of the show, thinking that the entire thing would be them working as a Team to create and yeah, and and it, 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 it iterate on the computer that they had made, and that's not it. Um, which is fine. I still really yeah. like the show; it's still great, uh, and I am definitely excited for season four. I, I I think this one did an interesting thing to set up season. four or i i wasn't yeah. expecting to set it up as much as it did uh but i really mm. liked it and i think it started to capture that feeling that season one had that they have a goal now and here yeah. is their next project so
2: I'm excited yeah it's
0: for all of that yeah it's circling back and it's bookending itself which is exciting
1: yes indeed uh okay so we we've kind of done the plot synopsis and our thoughts Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff so let's do a little bit of housekeeping and then we will get into spoilers if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots you guys can go find out more information on our website thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite pod (laughs) podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there, like the Reactor Core, in which mm-hmm. we just did our Falcon and Winter Soldier reactions to episode two. Go check that out. You guys can also go watch that on YouTube. Uh, we, we put all of our sh- sh- shows up on YouTube as well, so you guys can see our faces. <laughs> um, If you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier with all kinds of exclusive content. Uh, And a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for supporting us. We love you a lot. It means a ton. Thank you so much. Uh, If you guys want to support us on Twitch. You guys can do that as well. Twitch.tv slash the whatnots. We are usually there each Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday afternoon or night. Uh We do one of our uh, 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 other podcasts live every Friday night uh, so you guys can go catch the Captain's Log at 9pm Eastern Time. And if you guys like some video g- games, I started a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild playthrough last week. So I will be starting part two uh, on s- this Sunday, which is, I-, I guess, the day we're recording this. So it will already be out by t- by time you hear this publicly. Uh, but you guys can go catch me there. I believe that is it, though, for housekeeping. Uh, so, yeah. Let's get on to spoilers. Bam. Here we are. Spoiler <sighs> territory. Uh Melissa, where do you want to yes. start?
0: Gosh. <laughs> so much happened this season. There I got a, a lot, lot out happened. of this season. Ah. Uh, I feel like we should talk about 1986 before we move on to 1990, because two episodes from the end of the season just jumps forward four years and undoes a lot of the things we've just seen happen.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, let's 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 so yeah, Mutiny is trying to stay afloat. They still Mm. see they they seem to be getting better better at being a business (laughs) right yes uh so they 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 do seem to be good at that and i think the big thing for them is they they're trying to uh i i guess pitch their business and get more investors and stuff like that so they can grow um but instead what they end up doing is buying out another company yeah called swap meet Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Mutiny and Swap Meet and what's happening <laughs> there.
2: Ah, uh,
0: man, Mutiny! What a, what a journey it has been on. I want to say that the season starts, and you get the sense that the gambles taken in season two have paid off. Mutiny uh-huh. is doing better since they've moved. The very first scene of the first episode is like the one hundred thousandth mutiny user celebration They're at their new bigger headquarters that isn't like some disastrous house filled with pizza crusts uh they're (laughs) having a big party they have a hundred thousand users yeah uh, donna and gordon did set up that server you see them in the basement working on the server part of moving to california was we are going to move to the server we're going to set up a new business there in san francisco where, where it's more of a tech hub we're going to have more resources and we're going to make Donna we're, we're going to make Donna and gordon work together so that it's not them trying to uh, juggle their home and and work lives as much you know she was yeah, spending all of her time on mutiny
1: one and he was move as one unit so to speak
0: yeah yeah and like she gave him that ultimatum like we are falling apart Let's go to California. Let's move together. Mm -hmm. Let's work together. Let's like get a fresh start and like come back together again. And at the beginning of the season, it seems like that's been working. It seems like progress has been made. They're still not perfect, but they're getting along better than they were in season two for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, And unfortunately, um... as the season goes on, you see uh, ultimately none of that paid off.
1: Yeah, kind of. the 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 place is still a mess. They they I, I said they're better at business. They 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 look yes. a little bit more official and legit, but they're still just like goofing off and th- throwing mm. paper at each each other. And <laughs> it's like it just it seems like a mess when you really really mm. look at it. And uh, mm. I, I think there's a good moment between Gordon and Boz as as he's like, how do like how do you deal with these people? And because Raz bu- 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 is just by far like the most out of place character, but like he's so lovable because of of that. Yeah, and he's he's just like, well, you know, I just dangle something out there in f- f- front of him, and then just let him loose in the c- 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 cages and. Yeah, that's it and then he's just like huh okay well i guess you really <laughs> don't do much around here but that's okay like <laughs> we still love you to,
0: to talk about buzz for a second buzz is like more cartoony than he's ever been this season he's like a cartoon of a texan living in california <laughs> he's yeah. got uh, a new baby grandson back at home He does, and yeah. you know uh, camp cameron goes with him to like go back to texas to like see some family there and he's telling her in the car, like, boy, if I had my way, that boy's first word is going to be
1: barbecue. Stuff like that. And then he has that one story that he k- keeps mentioning. All- <laughs> God, that's like not your retwives. wife. that's a bear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's he's such an exaggerated character, but he is also so grounded. Like, Boz always gives very solid advice. He says some very true, poignant things throughout the season. He says something um, to Cameron when they're on that trip, because uh, even going back to season one, it's mentioned that, like, Cameron's dad died in Vietnam. Seems like she's not on great terms with her mom. We don't know exactly what that situation is. Uh And partway through the season, like, she gets a call from a stepdad who it seems like she's on civil terms with at least and he says like hey your mom and i are moving we're going to sell a lot of this stuff if you want any of your dad's old stuff come down and get it otherwise we're going to sell it at a garage sale and he says it to her cu- gently you know not threateningly like well the you know, clock's ticking cameron it's like yeah hey just letting you know like we're kind of we have to move quickly we're kind of on a time crunch we want to give you this opportunity and if you mm-hmm. don't come for it this is what's going to happen and her and boz are parked outside of their house and like cameron sees her dad's motorcycle you know being sold to this other guy and she doesn't want to go like she's got all that way she's so nervous she doesn't want to talk to her mom we still don't know anything about her situation with her mom just that she does not want to talk to her for some reason and and boz is trying to like ease her into this like no you should go do this you know like your mom tried to reach out to you You at least go up there and like talk to her for a bit, get your dad's stuff. And he says something. He says, People don't make mistakes because they don't love you. People make mistakes because they do. Yeah. I feel like that really informs the whole rest of the season and the series itself. Like, this is a show about people continually screwing up and screwing each other over, but there is still this core of caring about each other.
1: They're trying to when do you the de- right ste-
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate how often people in the show want to have better relationships with the other people. And they do sincerely try things. <laughs> and even when there's some falling out, yeah. there's often some semblance of, I can, we can kind of come together, which is something we see with Joe this season.
1: Mm-hmm. I ag- agree. Um, yeah, the That, I I thought, was one of the better, more touching scenes. Yes. uh, Because Boswell is really, really trying to get her to reconnect with her family to the point where he almost steps out. And Cameron is just like frozen stiff, doesn't really know what to do, doesn't want him to do all of this stuff. And Mm -hmm. she's kind of throwing a fit because... Because yeah of it. Yes. like she she wants things her way but doesn't want to do anything but and, and right right like she's just she's indecisive and boswell is just trying to help but it pisses her off and she ends up getting out of the car and starting to just walk away and boswell's like all right well it's like that's it i guess i'm just gonna go home and he flies across right, the country without, without you. her
0: he's like she didn't show up at the airport well i'm not really her dad i'm not in charge of her i didn't go get her
1: yeah so crazy stuff is happening uh because of things like that where everyone is just trying to do the right thing and help and it's just not working out um yeah I, i i think the the newest character that we meet in this show uh his name was ray is that right ryan ray ryan ray okay cool yeah i was close um yeah, yeah so I, he, I think he also is... his
0: name is bosworth and not boswell you keep saying boswell do
1: i say Bo- You're like boswell? boswell is it bosworth?
0: yeah it's bosworth
1: it... you guys know me i'm terrible with n- I... n- names
0: <laughs> it's okay Nobody hardly knows his full yeah. name anyway. God damn it. Yeah.
1: Fuck, okay. It's
0: fine. <laughs> Let's talk about Ryan. How'd you feel just about Ryan? Call
1: him Boz. Everyone yeah, calls him Boz. Right. Forget the well or how much he's worth. It's just <laughs> Boz. It's just, Boz. It's just Boz. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like uh, we 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 meet this new character, Ryan Ray. He is a new employee at Mutiny and he's uh he, he he seems to be one of the smarter people there but I, at I, like being one of the smartest he's also maybe one of the I I, I'm not sure the right word not necessarily eccentric but just very particular about his stuff very, he's, f- he's, he's very
0: he's very idealistic he's very focused on his work and he doesn't really goof off the way the other Mutiny employees do, who I'm sure are also very intelligent, really know their stuff, but they're more of, oh, we, we do what Cameron and Donna kids. tell us to do. And yeah. in between then, yeah, we're going <laughs> to play darts and go out for pizza or whatever. And Ryan's like, no, I've got an idea. Like, he really shows up with an idea to Donna and Cameron, tries to sell them on this. I love when he's drawing that whiteboard <sighs> diagram. It's just, and it's like so
1: bad at it. It's he, the it's worst so he's
0: drawing the same line back and forth over and over
1: again. Like And
0: his, I love that the season in an- the season ends with another bad whiteboard diagram. I love right? that little yeah. bookend. The,
1: like he his character, he's super smart, he has these great yes. ideas, he's not good at communicating and no. Or expressing hims- himself and he's not good at like visually explaining this stuff. So he's just trying so hard to d- make this <laughs> diagram and it's just – it's awful. It is so bad. It's not, I have it's no idea what that thing was, was supposed to represent. And – that they're just looking at, at him like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, what is he talking about? But, like, yeah. I, I, I get what he was trying to say. It's yes. just not, it's just, yeah, it's not being communicated properly. And I think that is his issue. His problem is he can't really communicate that to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's also kind of isolated in that way.
0: Yeah, and also it's an idea that like Don and Cameron weren't interested in, and we've seen both of them have this very narrow focus this
1: season. They didn't know like, they needed it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it turns out in the long run that that idea doesn't come back. <laughs> that yeah. his idea about making these more secure private chat functions in Mutiny, uh, no longer a thing after this first episode of the season. The narrative moves on.
1: Yeah, it it's. Kind of a strange one. This mm. this season, we'll we'll circle back around.
2: To, 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 yeah. to,
1: to yeah. this, but I, yeah, it felt very disjointed um, to me. This, I I I don't know the exact history of this show or stuff like that. Well, I'll, I'll just dive in right right now. But like, I I I feel like this may have been the show or the season when they learned they were being canceled or like only had a fourth season to wrap things up and then maybe had to cut down some of their plans. I I don't know how true that is, but that's kind of what it feels like where they were like, okay, well we kind of need to save all of our final season for this last idea that we had, we had, we need to make that special. So we need to condense maybe these three or four other things into this one Mm. season. Now, but I don't yeah, know.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I well, it's not
0: until I'm talking about it now that I realize, oh, that thing Ryan was talking about doesn't come back. There's certain things that this sh- I f- were introduced previously in the show that I feel like would have played a larger part, and uh-huh. I feel weird that they're not. Like Joe's mom, do you? Know, th- it seems like it's yeah. the end of season one, Joe's going off to look for his mom. We think he's going to come back in season two and he's found her. And instead he's found Sarah out of nowhere and they don't talk about the mom anymore. In this season, once he briefly mentions, I forget when I forget who he's talking to, but he says, this is the city. Now that he's in San Francisco, he says, this is the city where my mom lived and died. And the last time he was talking about his mom, we thought like she had left, she'd gone off somewhere and he didn't know whether she was alive or dead. Cause he found out that his dad lied in saying that she was right. dead when really she just moved to the other side of the country. And it seems like he was going to go find her and like quietly at some point he has found out that she is dead. Like I'd mm, like more yeah. about that. But then there's other things like Cameron's relationship with her mom that I feel like isn't a dangling plot thread. It just seems like something that's in her past and that that door just hasn't been opened yet. There hasn't been a situation she's in with somebody else where she really needs to talk about exactly what her issue with her mom is. And maybe whatever specifically it is doesn't have that much weight. We just know that she doesn't have a great relationship with her mom, and maybe that's all we need to know. And to talk about the SWAT meet, guys, there's a scene yeah, yeah. where she's talking to Craig, one of those two guys, the dark-haired one, and there's a shot of him where you can tell he's getting a crush on her. Like <laughs> He's talking about how great her code is. And he's looking at her with this sense of awe in his face. You're wondering, like, oh, does he have a crush on her? Like, now that Tom's out this season, is this the new Tom? Mm-hmm. Is she going to have, like, a relationship with this guy? No. Like, she fires those guys, and then she goes back to Texas and elopes with Tom. They just and that never one, show
1: up again. Yeah.
0: That I kind of like. Like, that's not a dropped storyline. That's not a door that's not opened. That's just, like, you saw a branching pathway. Like, you got to see a place where a character's life could have changed and yeah. didn't like Cameron just made different choices. And so anything that might have happened with this Craig guy just gets diverted. He's somewhere else. And like that part of the narrative, I like, I, I do like how kind of all over the place this is. Sometimes they really explore a lot of different cavities of these people's lives. And there's some things that they look at and then they don't get back to because they found something else that's just as fascinating
1: right yeah yeah so uh mutiny is ends up buying out this company called swap meet and that's where we get Mm. craig and i don't remember the other guy's name doug Uh, doug's the other guy craig and doug um yeah and they they are this other like marketplace website i guess or application Mm. i don't really know what to call it exactly uh but they're 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 much smaller and they they they've already kind of built the groundwork and the foundation for what mutiny wants to do which is kind of why they buy them out it it wasn't their original plan uh but they found them and was like why don't we just buy these guys out and implement that into mutiny that makes sense um and yeah there's some tension there with the like uh like hey this is our company it's our baby we kind of want to leave the code exactly how it is which means mutiny yeah. will need to change this thing and that thing and then cameron is also like well this is my baby and i don't want to ch- ch- change this thing so you need to fix your thing to mm. mine and it, Yeah, that is like one point of tension. But I think the real tension there comes between Donna and Cameron that I I think most of this (laughs) season revolves around Donna and Cameron and the tension that they have between them.
0: It is so tense. It's so heartbreaking. I think this season was overall more tragic, whereas season two just sort of had like a. A a slower, more down-to-earth, pervasive sadness to it.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, like, you you see people lie to one another in season two. But it is more of a, like a... I'm not even sure the best way to explain it. They're they're making poor choices is maybe what Mm. season two is more so about. Right, Uh, where Gordon has the affair, and that is a big lie that is happening with 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 that thing. But it's not about the lie per se.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: This seems to focus more on like, okay, they lied, and they've caught them in the lie
0: yeah and
1: that's like they're playing one another against each other, and right, and
0: which is stuff like that it's just so. as sad in one way, but like feels more compelling, feels a little bit more thrilling to watch
1: there there is a little bit more of a cat and mouse of yeah of like, oh, you did this one thing, I saw you do that one thing, so yes, because I saw you do that one thing, I'm gonna do this thing
2: ha <laughs> yes
1: right? um. Yeah, and it 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 seems petty. It's it's one of those sh- shows where I, I I just like, and I'm like, look, talk to one another. You're all adults. <laughs> you are not, and and then and then when they do talk, they don't talk about the things that they need to talk about. Yeah. or like it's just like. Nah, like a dude big adult <laughs> do something and, and what, move on if you need to but you guys are just punishing yourselves by staying there um i uh, i think the yeah the uh, most stressful
0: scene in the whole season is when Donna's trying to throw the uh wedding party for mm. Cameron and Tom and then Cameron finds out that Donna is going to box her, like she's going to vote her out of this deal where um, they're thinking about yeah. going public. And Donna's like, great, we've got the interest in us. Let's do this now. Let's do this in like three months. And, Don, and Cameron's like, no, dollars. I want to make... A, yeah. yeah, and Cameron's like, no, I want to make a lot more improvements to the site. I want to make sure that we are truly worth this, that we are truly ready. Let's do this in like two years. Donna's like, no, like we can't guarantee the same level of interest in us in two years. We can't guarantee the same money in two years. We might be like spending money on improvements to get something that we're never going to get back out of it by that time. Let's go Mm -hmm. now. And so Donna's trying to like get every other like shareholder in the business, which is the boss and Diane, their financial advisor, who's great. I really like Diane.
1: She was wonderful. (laughs)
0: I love how Diane is one of the most uh, emotionally competent characters this season. Like, she's way more keyed into the emotions at Mutiny than either Donna or Cameron are. Like, she's the one who's like, I see what you guys are doing. You should calm down.
1: And it's not even in, like, a motherly way that you would... kind of expect mm. from someone who's so in tune to, to those emotions it is a a like strictly business standpoint like look i'm mm. a v- veteran in this like i've yeah I, I know what you guys are up to i know how this goes it is not good so fix it
0: yes yeah and like they have that meeting we're like everything they're all yelling at each other and somebody's like okay we're going to stop this here and we're going to come back tomorrow when we've all rested and cameron's like no i'm not living under these conditions anymore we are deciding this tonight which is what the narrative needs like it needs this breaking point like we can't just let everything fester and slowly like bubble over anymore like we're even if it's against me let's make the choice tonight i'm not living under these conditions anymore Heartbreaking to see everybody vote against her because I think the story does a great job of making sure you know that Donna and Cameron both see the good points in each other's ideas. They both uh-huh. have things they like about each other, they want to like each other, like they, they try to work things through, they make sincere efforts, but they just they're both very stubborn. They're there's they're uncompromising. Nobody even brings up. Okay, what if it's not three months, and what if it's not two years? What if it's one year? Could we do one year? Could we implement right, some of yeah. these changes, Cameron? wants? no, it's Donna's idea or Cameron's idea, unedited. No third version. Gordon doesn't have a better idea. Nobody does. Yeah. God, it it's so stressful. So like they vote <laughs> <laughs> because here's oh here's the thing about it. When Joe betrayed Cameron in season one about the giant, when they take her special software out of the giant so that it can sell cheaper. He does that in front of her. He does it impersonally in a way that's good that he does it impersonally. And he, what he tells her is this is what is right for the machine. Like we've all been working on making the giant a new computer on the market. We can implement this software now and do that. To make sure all of us get somewhere, I have to. I have to do this, and he he tells her that. Whereas Donna this season doesn't like completely does it behind Cameron's back, which I think is the most painful part of it. Like she doesn't even talk to her about it before she like tries to launch this thing on her, and they both take it so personally. Like both of them are throwing their marriages at each other.
1: I I think the difference is that. Cameron now has experience in in, yes. in a p- place like this because she did see when her ideas got taken out and the giant failed. Like it wasn't it the did. big like it, it it was enough of a success yes. that they got yes. somewhere, but it was not the big hit that they were hoping for. And so Mm. I I think she's kind of internalized that and been like, hey, like you took out my hit idea. It would have done better if you just listened to me and put that in there. Yes. Like that would have been the thing that made us stand out. And here she is in a similar situation where they could put the product out now without all of these ideas and improvements and changes. And potentially they'll get somewhere and maybe can put that stuff in version two Mm -hmm. or we could wait and put them in now and make this thing a hit. Right. And so I I think that is why she is really latching on being like, no, I've seen where this goes. It will not go well. We need to put them in now. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and be, mm-hmm. being stubborn of just like i'm not gonna let go it needs to be my way
0: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-hmm. which is her her strength and her downfall like she's been taught to really hold on to her ideas and it, believe in herself but it does often come at the detriment of uh sharing more of this role with the people around her, listening to them, choosing, making the compromises when she needs to make the compromises. Right. She's so flat out uncompromising across the board. She's trying to like win every battle. And so she lost the war. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stinks, stinks to see her character, but let's and then circle back it, around. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, I'm just saying that like, and then when we get that flash forward, we see that, the mutiny did fall apart and we don't know anything. We don't know specifically what happened like that. Fast forward gives us a lot of uh, basic facts, but no context for any of the we facts. We see a we just little know. It bit fell apart. We don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Put some
1: pieces to get together because they, yeah. they did end up going public their stock was not as big as they were hoping it was not as big of mm-hmm. a hit no one really took it serious she was being interviewed by another woman on the the news and the woman oh, was just yes. completely ignorant of the whole can thing buy my was my like shoes? i can buy shoes site oh shit it's Ugh.
2: like this is
1: not a shoe site like what what is going yeah. on here um so yeah it it just it was not marketed well is is the, the the end of the day thing and then it caused them to fall apart and stuff like yeah,
0: that i do appreciate that it, there's the continual theme of this show of trying to revolutionize something and at the end of the day you do it but it's just sufficient it's just okay you know like you didn't sell the hottest new computer you sold yeah you just sold like a seven out of ten Like, that's the struggle. It's people aiming for, like, 11s, and they get, like, a 6 or a 7, which almost (laughs) fires you up more. I like that that's the lane this series has chosen. Nobody, people rarely fail to get anything off the ground. They just get something that only barely, you know, hits the mark.
1: There's a person in the video game industry that we've been talking about a lot on crossplay our video mm. game podcast her name is Jade Ray- 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 Ray Raymond, and she is a v- v- veteran in the I- 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 industry she's launched and created g- g- games like Assassin's C- Creed Ooh. and 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 stuff like that and she has bounced around a couple places um and she was at one point working uh, on a Star Wars game that a lot of people were super excited about, and then just out of the blue, the like publisher was like, "You know what? We are canceling that game and we're closing that studio." And it was just <sighs> like, uh, "Like this is something everyone wanted. What are you doing?" Like that was money in the bank, and mm-hmm. uh, and then she went on to work for google for google stadia trying to develop games for them and just within the past like two months google shut down their games development studio so now she's out of a job again and it kind of came out that like google didn't really understand the time and money and all of that stuff that it really took to make these games um and 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 so yeah she has now started up her own studio to make a a new game but when she put out this like message of like hey this is what i'm doing i have this new studio i'm working on an exclusive ip for sony it could have easily sounded like this like Man, I guess I just have to start another studio and work on yet another game that won't be out for like 3 or 4 years and that's going to suck. Mm-hmm. And I'm so su- like she was like I am ready to fucking go. Like let me make a yeah. game. I want to make something great. And so yeah, it, it is this thing where it's like she has this like hit after hit that's just like ah this sucks. And she's she's still just like like put me in right now. Like I'm mm. fired up. I need to go and make something. So I'm excited for that same reason for season four because I think they are just like I want to make something that is like the big hit success that that is like revolutionary, right? So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. um. I did want to circle back around to Ryan Ray cuz we mentioned him and then c- kind of didn't go yeah. a- a- anywhere with that and he is kind of the big first half of the show. Yeah, um, that the 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 show kind of focuses on him. He's he's almost like the in c- 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 character but not like I I don't necessarily yeah. relate to him exactly, but he is He's a fresh start right and, he and he's is a lot experiencing like them <laughs> yeah yeah he
0: is a fresh start to these characters he's new to all these people and he reminds us a lot of the way some of these characters were in season one like he is right, kind of yeah. an amalgamation of season one Cameron and season one Gordon
1: <laughs> exactly yeah um and he's he's an interesting character he doesn't really know where to fit in I, I Couldn't really tell what they were going to do with his character. Um, Yeah. It it seemed like he was going to become the next Gordon or I I don't know if they were going to go – I mean because – it's kind of i don't know if it's racist or not exactly i'm assuming it kind of is but just the idea of like so many tech companies outsource to these these uh these indian Mm -hmm. companies that could have potentially been something they explored through his character i don't know um I'm I'm glad they did not, but I I I, I just I, I didn't know what they were gonna do with him because he he seemed like a Gordon, but then he had ideas <laughs> like Joe, and he was <laughs> kind of moody like Cameron, and I just I,
0: yeah, and we he starts working at Mutiny, and we get these brief we get some interactions with him and everybody over there at Mutiny. And then he moves over to Joe. And then we just see him with Joe for most of the rest of the season. So Mm -hmm. in a smaller context, it's more difficult to get a handle on him. And I think this show really shines when we see different characters interacting with each other. Like one of my favorite parts of the season is um, since when they moved out to California, Cameron was living with the Clark family just until she was able to find a place of her own. And it seems like she's been there for like a year and a half. And there's an episode where she's just hanging out with Gordon, and it turns out to be very sweet. Like, we've never seen that much interaction between right. those two. And that's a really important episode. I And unfortunately, just with the way it's all about different people's businesses and careers, like, some paths just can't cross over as much as I wish they would. So, yeah, Ryan just gets stuck in the Joe lane for most of this season.
1: Does, yeah. But he does kind of... idolize him in a way of like hey you have these wild ideas you see the world differently you see the world the way that i did 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 and so he takes this project that joe is starting to work on and he takes it to to heart and is is just like we need to make this thing the, the the best thing that it can be I'll be honest, I don't really know or understand what they were working on, the NSF net. It seemed like, yeah, some it looks like c- they kind were of like government intranet.
0: Yes, yes. They're trying to, uh, which is something that Joe's antivirus software company like has a, uh, a contract with, like they do antivirus stuff for the government and they're mm-hmm. sort of accessed this in intranet thing that they have and it looks like joe and ryan are working on expanding that commercializing that because it exists only for like military bases and universities to share information
1: what if more computers could connect with yeah. one another and share information hmm we're mm-hmm. shadowing um but uh yeah and it, it's it's well, like you said, I think season three is more tragic because you see the way Ryan takes this new mission and this new project. And he takes it to heart so much that when Joe is being Joe and just completely mm-hmm. switches gears and is like, oh, oh, OK, so, so, something else. Now we need to, to to go do this one thing and make this move. This guy is kind of left in the dust and he doesn't really understand and so he thinks he needs to do this like he needs to like continue on and that well, joe really wanted this thing to be free so i'm gonna put it out for free i'm gonna hack them and steal it and put it out there and joe had a plan for this whole thing. He just hadn't told Ryan yet what it was because of the circumstances.
0: Yeah. And part of it is that like legally they can't talk to each other for a period of time. Like it can't be seen that Ryan and Joe have been working on something.
1: Right. Yeah. So he's just kind of left and Ryan makes a decision and joe is just like what the fuck like why why would you (laughs) do that
0: and it's so touching that he's not that angry he's just like oh no oh no ryan ryan that was the wrong move yeah
1: yeah it's 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 not it's not a like pissed off what the fuck it's like oh you poor thing what the fuck like this is not your own life yeah you just ruined your life i'll make it out of this i'll be fine but, yeah. oh, you, you poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. But he he's still, he like, he still, he recognizes the danger in what mm. he did. He's like, look, dude, you, you're a criminal now. Uh, you're going to have to run from the FBI for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know? uh, and I think at, at, the, at the end of the day, yeah, it becomes more and more tragic as Ryan ends up committing suicide. And this is uh, this is the event that I was talking about at the Mm. start of like if they started with this thing of the FBI knocking on Joe's door and they are like, did you you know, we'd like to come in do you know what happened to ryan and him being like no he was here last night he must have left and he was like like and like he looks out the he looks at his room he's like why is it so cold and he sees that his back door is is open and of course he lives in like the penthouse you know, sweet up on some skyscraper. And so he instantly puts it together that this kid jumped. And I think starting like, I I, I don't even need to know who the kid is yet. If they had started with that, that Joe was with someone who ended up committing suicide. I would have been like, okay, tell me more. I need to know what happened. Like Mm. What did what the hell did Joe do, right? And then and, and then we go back like, all right, six months earlier, and we see Ryan working at Mutiny, and then he's like, I don't really mm-hmm. fit in here, and all this stuff. Joe, starry eyed, you, you, you know, I'm like, yeah, like of Joe, <laughs> right? Like, I think that story would have hooked me more, but we mm. don't get that, and so yeah. I just feel like he's kind of this milksop. It's like well, you don't fit in here. I, I, I like a uh, you poor kid. Like I, you just don't fit in here. I don't really know how to get a read on this character. Mm. I don't know. And then oh, he jumped. Okay, that's strange. And then the story just moves on. I don't, it's, just, it's just,
0: like Ryan is still felt after that happened. I think it's just a situation sure. where what's done is done. Like nobody can really do anything else. And I think. Uh, yeah. I don't
2: addictive. know how the season
0: would have played out if they would have keyed us into that at the beginning, if they would have teased that at the beginning. And then we're watching for Joe to do something because ultimately Joe blames himself, but it wasn't his fault. Right? Dude, Ryan acted of his own accord and he jumps because he feels like his back is against the wall. Joe gave him options and Ryan just didn't like those options. He didn't want to live those options. Yeah. And I don't, I don't totally buy that Ryan wouldn't want to live to see this future he's been trying to create. Cause 'cause I think Joe late tells him like, we can still do this idea. It's just more complicated. Now you might have to go to jail, but I think you would only go to jail for like three years. And then maybe like after that we can reconvene, we can get back to this. We can still make it happen. Or he's like, I, or I can give you $50,000 and drive you to the bus station and you can go out there in the world. And like, We'll separate here. We'll separate our paths. But like, I Never can still find a way to again. keep working yeah. on this. Yeah, I didn't. I felt sad. Like, I didn't totally get that he was like, I don't want to see how either of those play out. I'm just going to jump it, off of Joe's balcony.
1: I I, I I think it it felt like a rash decision, but I think it, yeah. it made sense for what the character is going through. Right. He is a yeah. young, starry eyed kid uh he seems to be living in a more like college style house like maybe a more young professional one but still like Mm -hmm. his roommate seems to be like the college guy like how was the party and he was like i don't don't know what happened he's like what does that mean uh like i i i think that mixed with his introduction to the business world and he has these big ideas and how he puts Joe on this pedestal, I, I think he's, he starts to see how cutthroat the business world is. Mm. And so I think he was able to see that what he did was a mistake. And just this idea of like I'm young, I don't understand it exactly, but I know it's cutthroat. I fucked up and screwed and screwed screwed up somehow. I, I, I there's no way for me to fix this. The FBI is after me, like a young kid, kid, kid mm-hmm. being like the FBI is after me. Th- yeah, that's scary. Like I I I can absolutely see him wanting to just like I I just I'm done.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, but mm-hmm. it.
1: it It still sucks. And it's still just like this this big gut punch of like, oh, shit, that's what happened. Yeah, Oh, no. (laughs) Like, this is not good and not good for
0: Joe. Yeah. And like Joe's apartment has been its own Chekhov's gun the entire season. And you didn't see it coming. They're
1: always talking on balconies, looking over the railings. And yeah, yeah, that's that's an interesting point. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I do want to talk a little bit more about Joe because you we when we started to t- talk about yeah. Ryan we do mention that he kind of experienced them right I I think a good way to put uh, Joe especially but I think this season in general is that they're all forces of nature. Yes. Right. In in season one, Joe is this force of nature. He is unstoppable. He is mysterious. Mm. He is this 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 power ha- ha- house and he kind of grabs people up in this big whirlwind Yeah, he's a tornado
0: Joe. of a man. Right, right. Just a tornado yeah. in a suit.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then season two the storm has calmed down but we're seeing the fallout of like this natural disaster that is joe mm-hmm. right and 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 he's 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 that thing when you like spin around really fast and you're really dizzy and you're just like <sighs> what is g- g- yeah. g- g- going on and that is joe in season two like especially in yeah. that scene where he's like it wasn't me i didn't have yeah. to." like I, he's just like i don't know what's happening but it wasn't me i swear right like he he's just a mess and season three he's trying not to be this force of nature but he he just still is like he like no no matter what he does he's like whoa what if i just like am unaffected by everything and like, don't care. And it is just more blase. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, what if I'm more the Zen master? Um, And, and like, he's, it seems to be working for him for a while, but he, like, as we can see through the story of Ryan, he, like he, he ends up spinning up. Again, like Joe, I think in season three was those like dark storm clouds of like, Joe's still here, something (laughs) is gonna happen. I just don't know (laughs) when it's gonna happen, and then the clouds start spiraling, and it's just like, okay, here we go, here it is. Uh, but so heartbreaking. yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's heart. Yeah, b- 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 what's what's breaking. so rough
0: about it is For that sure. Joe is trying so hard to not be Joe. Joe recognizes yeah. who Joe is. Exactly. He's like, I have to stop this. Like, I think there's a point where uh, I think Ryan's tr- like in his final conversation with Ryan, where Ryan's trying to find a way that they can still work together like now, like we do this in secret like I want to do this I still want to work with you and Joe's like I can't work with Joe McMillan anymore like he's trying to leave all these parts of him behind he's like purposefully desaturated himself to not be this destructive force but the thing about Joe is that he can get people to truly believe in an idea which can be very good Were very damaging, as we saw Mm -hmm. with Ryan, that he believed in this so much that he didn't think through every possibility beyond just getting it done, getting this amazing software out free to the people. Like he didn't think further than that. Yeah, Yeah, which is
1: which is what Cameron says later on when they're at Comdex in nineteen ninety-ish, nineteen ninety around there. Um, It is
0: 1990. Yes, I couldn't believe I like I was a couple I was like halfway through the season and I went to the Netflix episode list to kind of double check like what number am I on? How many are left? And I saw like a couple episodes away. The beginning of the episode description just said it is now 1990. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) (laughs) I've been asleep too long.
1: Yeah, because so after after the whole Ryan thing, that's when mm-hmm. the like what I felt like was the climax of the show of uh, like after Ryan, Joe kind of goes away and we focus back on mutiny and mutiny falling ap- apart and Cameron moving out to Tokyo kind of on a whim or she, she, she gets married. They have a party mutiny falls apart mm-hmm. and then she moves out to Tokyo and it's just it's this it's this second world end yeah. of stuff and that felt like a season finale like that that felt like a okay yes, the show yeah. is done, 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 done but we still had two more episodes left and that's where it picks up in like the early 1990s and they like mutiny has finally legitimately fallen apart. They're their Donna is now working at the same investment company that Diane is. We've not mentioned too much on on this, this one, but yeah, like they're all, they're all in their separate places and they, Some of them kind of reconvene at Comdex because Cameron has moved to Japan to make video games because Tom is now working, I think, for Sega. Uh, Yeah, she moves because
0: of uh, Tom's job. And then she's been the sort of we see this season. She starts programming this like the very touching autobiographical game that you can tell. It's a sci-fi adventure, but it is her trying to work through everything she's been through. And like try What's and make herself a better person. Name of the, so like the this game. It's here. Space Bike. Yes. So she's going Space to Comdex Bike. and not, and it Space turns Bike out, 4. you know, we see later that uh, she made this a real game with Atari. Yeah. And they're on mm-hmm. Space Bike 4. And she's there at Comdex to do a signing.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Donna has this idea or something it sounds like she's heard it somewhere and is like this is an interesting thing we we need to explore this more she wants to get word to cameron who's for four years they haven't really spoken they they, or mm. they, they, they have not uh, uh, they, they have not spoken and so donna calls up joe of all pe- people and is like hey i need to <laughs> Pass a message to Cameron. Can you go to Comdex for me? Because we're not on good terms, and deliver this message to her. Wild, it's, right? It's like it, what it's makes you think Joe is on better terms no, with her than you? He is,
0: and he is. The fact that he's on better terms than Cameron, I mean, Donna is, but is still
2: just this like se- uh.
0: this season is Donna becoming the new Joe. Joe is stepped so far away from being Joe that that's like Donna's yeah, role now. To be this more conniving, business-focused, super idealistic, (laughs) but not as aware of the emotional costs that go into realizing the idea. It's wild that the season ends on Donna not being unsympathetic, but somehow being shifted down to being the least sympathetic out of the main cast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But eventually the message gets out. I think... Donna ends up going to Comdex herself. Um, Joe and Cameron reconnect, and that's when she has this moment with with him of of like, "Hey, like yeah. you, you're one of the few people out there who is this revolutionary who can actually make real change, and the way you mm. do that is by bringing people together." Um, which is why I really. Wasn't feeling this season because, yeah, like without necessarily saying that, we knew that from season mm. one, from the get go of season one. Like, this is who Joe was. And for like a season and a half, that's not who Joe has been. Like, that's like, that's basically at least a third of the show so far. Joe, Joe has not been himself, and so mm. I'm I'm like I'm kind of being like just get me back normal Joe. I, I want regular <laughs> Joe. No,
0: normal Joe's not good though. That's I, I would agree. like to see him get to like who is the best version of season one Joe that that could be. See, I am excited I that the that. season I, ends. I
1: want him to be a sleaze ball. Just like just no, make the I shit don't. happen. Because happen. he does
0: not. He doesn't want to be that person anymore. He's taken such serious strides to not be that person anymore. He's trying Mm -hmm. to be more gentle. I love that when we first see Joe this season, he's got glasses and a beard and he looks kind of like Gordon. But see, (laughs) we've not talked about Gordon enough also.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I, I think the difference is that him trying to not be that person is how he got to where he is now, where he's like he's not really like he's just a pushover like he's he's not his board of directors basically runs the company he just is a yes man for them like he's he's like i i don't like that version of Joe and yes, I, I guess the idealized final form version of Joe, the Charizard is that he is, of Joe, yeah, right, yeah, Charizard Joe. Uh, he he, like, is this like nicer person? He gets along with them, but he still is this brilliant business man, mm, man that can yes. do all of the, the stuff. I, I I mean, I'm I'm not a businessman, so I I don't know exactly how all of that works, but I. In my mind, I imagine if you need to be really good at business, you cannot be nice. Like you have to be a cutthroat. And so that's why I'm kind of hoping in season four he gets back to season one Joe where he just like, look, I I know how to make this fucking happen and I will be this conniving like I I, I will go behind people's backs and do this thing. But we will make it and we will make something special.
0: I don't want him to be uh, I'll take him being calculating. I'll take him being a little sneaky, you know, Mm -hmm. being that smooth, slick guy. But I think all of these people have learned, let's not connive anymore. This isn't good. Like, we need need to be more open. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think everybody's, I hope that season four is, we're going to follow some of the same arc as season one again. And that's how it ends. We've got Joe, Cameron, and Gordon hunched over a computer in a basement with a hole in the ceiling because Joe and Tom got into a fight and Joe fell through the floor, it's great. But I like that that's how it yeah. ends, and I want to see that happen. I want to be. I want season four to be everybody's all on something together, and like it's going to so be messy, but yeah. they're going to bring it all together in the end. I really hope that this ends with everybody being on good terms with each other. I'd rather them be on good terms then be successful. I don't want them to win by tearing each other apart again.
1: I yeah, I I I don't think the show would end well if they are all on great terms, but I don't think it would end well if they were all on bad terms, right? I think the relationships yeah. have obviously changed, the dynamics mm-hmm. have changed, the characters have g- grown. I I think they will end up coming together. I think it it's more so like hey, I don't like you, but I'm willing to work with you and they'll they'll somehow get to a point where that is possible. Um yes. We we see because we we know that is an obstacle because of Cameron and Donna and what we see in these final two episodes yeah. where uh Donna is still being her kind of bossy self and Cameron really doesn't like that. But she confronts her uh, and has this like come to Jesus moment of of like, hey, like I, 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 I didn't want to get back to season one Cameron where I was kind of this like starry eyed kid. Like I want to legitimately stand up for myself and do this stuff so i want to work on this project but without really saying it kind of fires donna which is a weird thing like she didn't say from
0: her idea yeah
1: work there she just doesn't want to work with her so like they can figure it out i'm sure but like yeah donna takes that as a this is going to be another hostile environment if if cameron is there that's not good for for me and all of that stuff so i need to go do something else and she also has this realization of like oh shit i know what their idea was what if i take this to their competitors and it maybe builds Netscape Navigator or whatever they they go off to make. It, it, yeah. it seems like she is set up to be like, I'm going to make the competitor. Maybe, you guys yeah, are ma- making I. Let's and let's it might talk be a thing that like she's like, guys, the Internet, the interwebs, <laughs> it's great. And they're just like, uh, yeah, shoo." <laughs> yeah, you know, we I'm don't get sh- this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You need to go talk to the other three revolutionary minds in San Francisco. <laughs> just yeah, like, right, dang, yeah. I just left them. Yeah, <laughs> Let's talk about the Clark marriage and sure. how that went this season, because that is the one of the emotional cores of the series and i we see in in this flash forward, not a flash forward, it's a full time jump. I think we're jumping to like nineteen ninety nineteen ninety one in season four, uh-huh. and then there will be flashbacks filling in this period because we see that Gordon and Donna divorced yeah. and I, we don't know how they got there it's and it's uh oh, that was the i like I asked myself partway through this season like What is your win condition for the series? What is the one thing you really need to have happen? Like, I need Gordon and Donna to be able to make it. Like, there's so much love in their relationship. They have so many problems, but they've got this very true core of love for each other, devotion to each other. Uh You know, like, they've got an excellent rapport when they really get going. Like, I need to see that come out on top to best every other problem that they have. Yeah, it seems that for now that they don't. But at least it's it's weirdly comforting that when Joe shows up to that meeting, he's talking to Donna. He's like, I was so sorry to hear that you two divorced like Joe feels the same way I do. Like they couldn't make it. Gordon and Donna (laughs) can't make it. What's going to happen to the rest of us? Love isn't real if Gordon and Donna don't (laughs) make it. (laughs) Because they ended season two on such a rough point but with the hope that we're going to get to california and things are going to be better and they are we'll largely it, yeah. better
1: they, and, they um, are divorced yeah but they seem to be on good terms right um yeah at, at and least, it seems like at least terms that are understanding of where they're yes. at and they seem to be happy and fine and i i i loved the uh, the confrontation in the bar—that <laughs> was uh. great. Where the <laughs> guy in, in introduces them to one another, and they just have this like immediately just have this like like <sighs> secret c- 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 conversation. I mean, uh. not not a secret conversation, yeah. but just immediately have the c- c- chemistry. And the guy is sitting there like, I'm i'm in the middle of something here i don't understand what's going on uh and it it seemed like they were flirting with each other in that and was about to go home with one another i really hope that that
0: is what this turns out to be that they get divorced and then they realize we're not happier this way yes like which i I think is what they
1: are going for
0: That's been like hanging over our heads since season, like since episode one, we've known this could be an option on the table is that they get divorced and you know, Mm -hmm. maybe they've done it and they're like, we have a connection with each other that can never be broken. And maybe that is stronger. We tried this. Maybe this isn't the solution. Maybe staying together and continuing to work through the problems is the solution. Yeah. There's one of my favorite. episodes this season is the one where um i forget what this is like the b plot of the episode i forget what the a plot of the episode is but it's the one where um gordon and donna are supposed to go camping for the weekend like you know somebody's taking somebody's watching the kids you know mutiny doesn't need anything for the weekend they're gonna go camping and like uh donna forgets something like they don't have all the equipment they're like you know what let's just stay home Oh it's the um it's whenever the weekend is that uh, Cameron goes to Texas. So they're like we have the house yeah. to ourselves. This hasn't happened in forever. Let's just have a staycation. And it's just the two of them like reconnecting, you know, being more intimate, having more fun with each other than they've had in ages. There's that really tense scene where they're dancing to The clashes Train in Vain which might not be tense for you. It's Gordon does some terrible dancing. It's so funny.
2: <laughs> but like,
0: that's such a, a beautiful song. And it's a song about like, I thought we had something. I thought you had my back and you didn't. You weren't there. Now I'm kind of left on my own.
2: Mm.
0: And like they're slow dancing. They, they start fast dancing. They're slow dancing with each other. And he whispers, I love you. And it's so touching. But you've got that like nut sword hanging over your head of like, how much secrets there were in season two. Donna's abortion did not come back up this season. I don't know. All. Like,
1: yeah, that I is yeah, like this... until you just mentioned it. Holy shit. Yeah, I
0: kept waiting for that to come up. I thought this whole oh episode God. of them spending time alone in the house. I spent that whole episode going, this is going to explode. Something's going to explode. Something's going to go wrong. They're going to get into this huge fight. And instead, it was what happens that
1: they they bring back up like it was one night, yeah. Donna. And like that, like that was the and that was the awkward moment with that. Yeah. And there's nothing And what's about wild is that it side. was
0: Gordon that brought it up because he says, I think that when you look at me, all you're going to see is that adultery. Like Donna, it doesn't seem like that's on her mind as much as it is on Gordon's mind. Like he is still haunted by the fact that he did that yeah but i spent that whole episode expecting them to get into this huge fight and instead it's just this very subtle thing where like they're lying in bed like we had sex twice in one day who even done that since the ford
1: administration
0: and donna says i'm so happy they
1: they know the president who like that's how bad it it is
0: i also i love that like at the beginning of the episode where they're like Oh, what if we don't go camping? What if we stay here? And Gordon says, how about you go get that strappy little piece of lingerie that I bought you for Easter? Like, this is such a horny
1: marriage that he bought. Jesus rising from the (laughs) dead. I've bought you some sexy lingerie. (laughs) I love that's how horny this marriage
0: is, that like every holiday is a lingerie holiday. But they're in bed and she says, I'm so happy we didn't go camping. Just like, I got to tell you, Gordon. I don't like camping. I've never gotten the point of it. This feels like insanity to me. You know that phrase about how like insanity is doing the same thing over and over, over and again over, and expecting yeah. a different result. I never end up getting anything out of camping. And you just see this like shift in his face. And then, you know, they were talking about, oh, when we get up in the morning, let's drive to this old restaurant that we used to go to when we were in college. We'll spend the day together before the girls get home. And she wakes up the next day and he's just like quietly making breakfast like, Hey, you know the kids will be yeah. home for a while in a while, so I thought we shouldn't go. Maybe another time. And yeah, uh, I'm just gonna go back in my closet and work on my ham radio. Like something has so subtly, so quietly, just like broken in him.
1: I, yeah, and I, it I reminded- it's 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 the fact that he realized they are trying to do the same things over and over again, mm. and she has says, says it. It's like that's insane. Like that won't work. And I mean, she's not talking about their relationship she's excited that it has gotten back to to that level of love and and intimacy and stuff like that and he realizes like that's not gonna last though like we're just gonna keep going in this cycle where we do this staycation we have this weekend of amazing sex and all of that stuff and then it just goes back to mutiny and all of this stuff and it's just the monotony
0: i, I i'm gonna have to rewatch it but i feel like he, like you see the shift in his face before she even gets to that part i think it's almost when she just says i just don't like camping and it reminded me of when we watched mm. that episode of the simpsons last year where homer takes the chili pepper and he goes on a spirit journey and he thinks if marge doesn't like the same things i like how can she be my true love how can she be my uh, soulmate yeah. I have to find somebody who likes all the stuff that I like, which is a very simplified way of putting it. But, like, if we have these basic differences between us, should we really be together? <laughs> and when, when we fast forward to 1990, like, we see his video dating tape, and he's like, yeah, I love camping. I want to go camping with somebody. And, like, I don't video think it's literally... <laughs> I don't think it's literally camping, but it's the fact that he's, like, if he we just, have got such a core difference between us. Yeah, yeah. If we Can we get past this core difference? Right. Oh, it's such I, I, it's heartbreaking, but I appreciated that we got in a season where we've seen so many blow ups, like we've seen so many explosions and people just yeah. screaming at each other. And the fact that Donna just says this one thing innocuously offhand and it like shifts Gordon. And that's like the crack that's going to lead to. However, it is that they divorce in these four years, we don't see. Yeah, it's I, ugh, I think it's so sad.
1: I think underneath it all, though, there there is that that hope for them, at least yes. not, not necessarily get, getting back together, but being on much, much better terms, because like I said, there's that one scene at the bar where they are very obviously flirting with one and and the other. Uh, and, and and then there's the scene when she comes to pick up the retainer or whatever what, it was one, of that their, one
0: of the girls and, left her retainer at Gordon's house. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so the, like they sit down and have some wine and they end up talking and then they broach the awkward question of like, so how's your sex life? Uh and mm-hmm. and Go 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 Gordon is like trying to find a diplomatic way to not really say anything. And so he's like, it's I I, I I'm d- d- doing okay. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And and you can tell he's lying, of like he he really hasn't had sex in quite a while, uh probably And and then he gets uh, he asks her something similar and gets up and does something. But you can just see it in her face that she was like hoping that maybe she would invite her upstairs or something. And she's just like, well, I guess tonight was not my night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, And then instead he's like something there.
0: Yeah, and instead he's like, hey, I met a guy who I think you might get along with. I hope that's not weird. But oh, you yeah. said you're single. I know he's that's single, he which is yeah. sad, but also very sweet that he still has her best interests at heart. Like, they still want to do right by each other, no matter what.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, they like, I... there's, there's still something there. They just have to figure yes. out what that is and how to cultivate it.
0: And before before we close out, I also want to talk a little bit about Gordon and his relationship with Joe, because there's a scene at the beginning of this season where, like, he gets high with all the mutiny coders and he's like telling them about Joe like it's a campfire spooky tale. (laughs) I love that Joe is gather round children
1: for the legend of Joe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As much as Joe is trying not to be this person trying so hard. Joe is still like a boogeyman to people who have met him. They're like, they get a chill up their spine. Like you've worked with Joe McMillan and you're still alive.
1: <laughs> yes, he, and all he I tells I got the was coders crappy T-shirt.
0: <laughs> he tells the coders when you're in that guy's thrall, you feel like the most important person in the world, which is true, and it's got some element of sincerity to it because we've seen that Joe really does appreciate the people that have been in his life. I think it's fascinating that he, yeah, he never wants to close out the connection he has with anybody. Like you see him kind of come back to Cameron, you know, because at the end of the season he says he's in love with Cameron, but there's an element of he, even if things ended badly, he wishes he could get back to these people who he has shared a connection with. Joe is never the one who severs ties with anybody. Everybody does it to Joe. Joe, The only way he the only time he kind of does do it is when Gordon's in this deposition trying to sue Joe for Macmillan Utility, this antivirus software. This was my creation. I started it. And he's like on video. And then Joe storms into this room in the law firm and he's like, Gordon, I will offer you. I I agree. Yes, I took some of this idea from you. I'll offer you 30 percent of my company, 40, 50, 60, 70, however much you want. Just come work with me. And he keeps rising the amount, like all of this money Gordon's going to get. And then Gordon just says, I don't want to work with you, Joe. And Joe's like, Well, that's it. And you can see that what he did is less out of bitterness and more out of like a care for Gordon, where he's like, If Gordon doesn't want to work with me, how can I ask him to? Like, I care about this guy. And if he doesn't care about me, I'm going to respect that. And that's why I didn't reach out to him. (laughs) And to see those two kind of come back and get on each other's better sides this season oh it's it's i like it i like the friendship that those two have that they're kind of each other's only friends out there in the world sometimes and joe is so so concerned about gordon like when gordon mentions that he's sick and then he like gets a phone call and he's like oh i have to run off to mutiny you know they really need my help nobody's around and joe's like no no you're going to sit down. and You're going to tell me what's going on. Like really yeah. stern, very forcefully. He's like, "Gordon, I'm worried about you. What's the problem? What's happening?"
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh <sighs> it's an interesting show. That's for sure. I I definitely enjoy it. I'm excited for season 4 uh to see what what they invent next because that's the maybe one of the weird things of this show is that they like slightly invent everything in this show like there was i think at one point especially with the like private chats and like going to meet up with people i thought they were like are they gonna invent cam sites like where you can like like what is going on like what what are they doing like i so, but, like, they have their fingers in, like, so much, or they, they just barely touch yes. on something, or they mention something that, like, oh, we could, yeah. like, invent this thing. And it's like, well, that does become a thing. So you could yeah. invent that. <laughs> right. But, like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, now it's like, ah, oh, season four, let's invent the internet.
0: Yeah, we got internet. Yeah. I'm happy that we've gotten there and that we have that clear.
1: Check that out. Technical goal. The internet Joe McMillan did. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
0: yeah. I like that we have that goal. I like that we're going to hopefully have the main players all back together, like on the same project again. I want to see more of these characters like with each other. Yeah. And I want to see how these relationships end up. One thing I love about the show is that it's about these two couples, these two romantic couples. And also these two pairs of business partners and friends and like that gets elevated almost to this romantic level
1: yeah i mean that's what they often say about business p- p- partnerships is that it is very much like a marriage uh and <laughs> we can also see that none of these characters really have a great marriage so th- right. probably like every- <laughs> equates to bad business partnerships uh, yeah
0: everything everything's the same like personal relationships and business yeah. relationships are all like modeled together like it's just all on one yeah. level for these
1: people here's one of my hopes for season four i hope yeah. we get to see more of diane that was her, her name right yes i hope they don't do what they did with sarah or with Ryan, where they're just yeah. in it for one and done. I want her to come back mm. and do all that stuff. And I think I've seen a cast photo with her in it. I think that like main picture that you see yeah. still has her in the 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 thing. And I think that is Barum season four. So mm-hmm. hopefully we get to see more of her and yeah. Buzz. Yeah,
0: I do. <laughs> I love the bus. <laughs> pretty much retired yeah <laughs> he's pretty much retired and he's got this boat and he names the boat svp of sales <laughs> oh, I did, if i could have a minute to shout out just very tiny great moments throughout the season such as boz getting Joni a robo butler for her birthday <laughs> and he's <laughs> like Look, oh it's come a on, butler, butler. <laughs> he's so excited about the robo butler the scene where Gordon takes the coders laser tag yeah he takes him to a laser tag arena and they're all covered in day glow paint and yo-yo just has his name painted and, on his head and it's
1: it's so funny because they're they're so bad and they don't know what to do they don't understand like well can we hack it and win that way like they're just like no you idiots like be Rambo be the like you guys love right. Rambo and this Star is- <laughs> Wars and Terminator be the main character in he- the ODI she's just like let's go and he's like, hops the thing and he has <gasps> this like wild it's, man moment. Great it's scene! Sh- and and, and it just like, it's, I get it. Like, let's just go nuts. Ah! <laughs> it's shot
0: so beautifully. It's that so entire good. episode was gorgeous. Yeah, it was good. It's also the one where like <laughs> Joe runs into Boz and Diane at a party and he's in front of this like below ground bar that is a window that looks out like into the pool. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So many good set pieces in that one episode. And I love that the laser tag scene ends on a freeze frame. A victorious freeze frame of Gordon. From
1: the late 80s. Yeah, just the, yeah. (laughs) It stops there. I
0: I, I love (laughs) that it's the middle of the episode. I've seen an episode end on a a freeze frame, but I've never seen just a scene in the middle.
1: Oh, man, it was so good.
0: It's so funny. There's so many great, like, tiny tiny oh my god when they go to comdex and those guys <laughs> the with printers. the printer are back again and they've uh, got all these lighters and they just pile lighters into their pockets and then the guy mutters like she took so many <laughs> and then like cam and joe are playing <laughs> oh that lighter god, it's game so good <laughs> and then you don't think about the lighters anymore after that scene until like two scenes later when joe pulls i counted 16 lighters out of his pockets <laughs> That's a return to like chaotic season one Joe that I want. this yes. is what I want out of season four i I want more of the physical destruction that happens in this show <laughs> that's one of my favorite motifs is how often something is physically broken yeah i I think it's entertaining i I want Joe to like. Break something or set something on fire in season four. Give me more real fire, literal fire.
1: The last thing that I, I don't necessarily want or need in season four, but like kind of miss is the like surreal moments like, yes! remember when uh Gordon in season one was looking for the cabbage patch doll, oh and my, someone dies yes, yes because of the power line hitting the, and he's just like staring at the thing, like what, like, and he's just like, what is going on? Is this even real life? And like, that is just gone from the yes. show, and I, I like that like we, strangeness. Yeah, we
0: had. We had a little bit less of that this season than we had in the previous Yeah, none two of it. I, yeah, I do Yeah, we I, we, we had some like we get back physical
1: comedy good moments And we but did nothing have, that was surreal of like what is going the on The closest here?
0: we got The closest we got is when Donna has taken acid and she's lying in the backyard of Diane's yeah. vineyard vacation house and we were watching what we think is a real scene of like Uh, Cameron has come up there to try and reconcile with Donna and then we find out that Donna was just having like a hallucination and it's so touching it's so touching that that's what Donna hallucinates just having a sincere conversation with Cameron where they both reconcile and agree to do better (laughs) yeah
1: oh well one can hope one can dream yeah let's see that is about it for season three Mm -hmm. Of Halt and Catch Fire. Uh, We will be back next month. With season 4. We'll record that at the end of April. Uh, However. We Mm -hmm. will still be here next week. Chugging along on the review show. Uh, So don't miss out on that. Because it's going to be episode 151. So Melissa. What are we doing for 151? We're
0: watching... (laughs) We're watching Pokemon, the first movie.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> 151 A very Pokemon. different
0: tonal shift. Great.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for that one. I think it'll be a blast to talk about uh, and all of that stuff. So there you go. That is what we will be up to mm-hmm. this next week. Pokemon, the movie. This is the original one. The first one not the like new Pokemon re- the first remake movie remake of the first like the movie the first one uh that I with Mewtwo yeah, Mewtwo that I went to go see in theaters back in the day
0: I did too I think I saw it
1: twice nice 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 um yeah we also typically do like recommendations for something else kind of around this time like hey if you liked halt and catch fire you would like this stuff Mm -hmm. but for these monthly uh things we usually save that for the first and last time we cover that so we will do that uh next month when we do halt Mm. and catch fire season four wrap it up with that Yeah, (sighs) interesting stuff okay uh, with that though, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can
0: find me on Twitter and Instagram at that's Wilkywit. That's W I L K Y W I T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. There
1: you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, So go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. And if you guys have some nice words to say, don't forget to rate and review us Mm -hmm. where you get your podcasts. Uh, But that will wrap us up for number 150 of The Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time. Bye.
0: Bye.